Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. But I'm on my squeaky chair again. <laughs> How are you? Well, I, I also may have unusual noises because Coda has a new blanket in his bed. And so he is writhing around with gay abandon on the new blanket. So okay. I want you to know any of those kind of noises are him, not me. Okay, well, that's, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> so apart from sitting on squeaky chairs what have you been up to this week well um, on Thursday I went to this exhibition at London College of Fashion um, oh lovely yes in their fashion space gallery and it's called Mundo Latinx mm-hmm. and it was, sounds so interesting yeah it was really really good but it was it's, it's an exhibition where you have to do some work Mm-hmm. So it's you know the space isn't massive, um, no. but they managed to to put in a, a lot of work. So it's it's not many things, but from quite a lot of people. I think it right. must be almost twenty. So it's um, artists, fashion designers, filmmakers, other other practitioners, all um, from Mexico, Central and South America. Wow. So it's actually quite, there's a lot to take in, but what they do um, is they give you this, this it's like a booklet, and there's a little bit about every artist, because it, it's just too much to, to take yes. it in while you're there. Uh, so I've been doing a little bit of work. I haven't been through everyone yet, uh, but I just, <laughs> but I looked at two people who um, I thought were particularly, uh, just particularly grabbed me. So, yes. Can I just ask, yeah. is, it, is it like all photographs or is it a mix of different kinds of things? It's a mix, which is really nice. So the one thing I'm going to talk about, the one person, she's a fashion designer, but mm-hmm. also um, she teaches us as at Parsons. And so from her, it's photo, film and, and garments. Oh, wow. And then there is someone else where it's two garments. And then there's quite a lot of film, but there's also drawings, there's comics, there is two iPads, which have sort of Instagram accounts. Wow, that sounds um, so much fun. Yeah, no, it's 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 great and it's really nice. And I think what I what I also liked in this in this booklet, well, booklet is not the right word. It's almost like it's it's there's quite a lot of text. So if you hear me, if you hear me, um, if you hear paper rustling and that's me going through the booklet um they used a graphic designer who's originally from brazil so i thought that was nice oh that's good that's really mm, good yeah i thought that was really good so so the person that is maybe featured well this kid may be given the most space uh is someone called lucia or lucia cuba so mm-hmm. she's this fashion designer and she she uses fashion also to as a sort of activist um, means, right. means of activism. So she's made these beautiful garments, apparently they're 34 and they're partially... So she's from Peru, did I say that? No. No. She, so she's from Peru and she's made these garments, which is usually quite a wide skirt, like the ones that are worn in the Andes. Oh, how fabulous! Yeah. So, but they're 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 not sort of that colourful. They're 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 quite plain and a, and a, yeah. 
and usually it's like a shirt type thing on the top but they mm -hmm. have writing on them or images on them and they all relate to something that happened in Peru in the late 1990s when they when they did a lot of forced sterilizations in oh rural... what a clever combination of of things yes in the in the in the rural areas in the andes and it apparently it's they think sort of between 260,000 and oh my God. 300,000 women and there is a film in the exhibition which i which is on vimeo i can send you the link where Please. where lucia I'm going to go for Lucia, even if it might be Lucia, sure. uh, where she has interviewed two of the women this happened to, and it's really harrowing God. because it really was, you know, one of them really wanted to get How away. Terrible. Yeah. So she she uses, the designer uses writing, so from interviews, testimonies, but also um, laws and things like that, and they are on on the garments, so they might be embroidered on them, um, in the same color. Or there's one outfit, interesting, yeah, where it's white with black writing. Or there's one outfit, um, where it's uh, it looks like a photo of the kind of someone wearing the kind of sort of weird underwear you you have to wear when you undergo an operation. Oh God! So and it it's called Article Six or Articulo Six which is something to do um, with an article in the general health law of Peru, which is actually a good law where it says all persons have the right to choose freely the contraceptive method they prefer. Yes. And apparently originally this was meant to be voluntary sterilizations, but then it it turned and, and it was forced. So, so it's, you know, you obviously that you don't get, you don't, from just looking at the pieces, you wouldn't necessarily get that. And I think even mm. if you spoke Spanish, you wouldn't necessarily get that. Mm. Um, but they also, she's, she she made this film, which is also on Vimeo, I, I can send you a link to, which is also... So when you come in, you know the the Fashion Space Gallery, they have a little space downstairs as well, just sort of right, yes. right when you come in, and you can see it from the outside. I think that film is downstairs, and it's she's she's got this model, and she has a plait or braid so if you yeah. if you imagine having really long hair but you don't make the plait at the back of your head but you make it at the front so your face is right covered. yeah so her face is covered and she wears these sort of different garments and they incorporate it there's a sort of something a bit straight jackety about them they incorporate bands that go around either the waist or sometimes around the arm because some of the women you know were held down or even you know oh my God. so it's it's a it's a it's a terrible terrible thing that happened and there was a court case and it that was abandoned and i think there's another one now um, yeah but, it, but that sounds like such a, a a sort of fascinating way to engage with such a terrible thing and such a, an ongoing thing yes. from what you're saying mm. that i guess you're kind of lured in it's almost like you're pulled in by the braid it sounds like yes and mm. and then you're getting kind of deeper and deeper into it yes yeah yeah so and a lot of the i think a lot of the work in in the exhibition is like that mm. it sort of makes you 
check up things and then learn about about something that's that's happening and she with these with these garments i think she she wanted to do 12 or something like that actions so actions could be an exhibition mm. or it could be a presentation at a conference oh i see yeah and she she showed them i think at new york fashion week in 2012 or something like that so um it's a slightly older project it's not a brand brand new mm. and she's at the moment i think she's doing something about health um another sort of fashion project so that was really really interesting um, it sounds fascinating mm. and it sounds i mean there, there needs to be so much more learned about latinx histories and identities in the wider world and it sounds like this is a really clever and kind of opening up kind of way of doing that yeah exactly and it also is it's sort it well maybe that sounds stupid but it you know you learn something without feeling you do you sort of want mm, to know it's sort you of, absorb it. yeah you absorb it and you want to know what what this is about um so that was one of them and then the, the yes. other one uh again really grabbed me because the images are just so intriguing is someone from mexico photographer and he's called diego moreno and when you look at the images, they they're majority no, they're sort of either exterior shots or interior shots, and they're in, in sort of domestic environments, and it's sort of someone like a child sitting on a settee, but then next to that child is this what I can only just describe like a monster. Is this a very a pattern fabric? garment like it's someone in a big big dress like in a crinoline dress but the crinoline yeah. almost starts underneath the bust so it's someone in this... oh i've just got it up is it it's yeah. like a nighttime shot yeah there's he there's sort of in this series there might be about 20 images or something mm -hmm. like that so they're always the same garment oh, wow. and then the person or the yeah also wears like a carnival mask but a sort of grotesque mask yeah because one of them that I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, I should sure. no, no, no. It's just that one of them I've got um, is in a pink room and it looks like a Mexican wrestling mask. Yes, true. Yeah, yeah, I've got that one. Yeah, and there's there's one outside. There's one actually in a barber's at a bar. Oh yes, yeah. I can see where it's like a I don't know, like a sort of yeah, like a monster, hairy monster yeah, mask. Yeah, yeah. So they're just in, you know, they are just intriguing to to look at. And he calls that project Guardians of Memory. And apparently ah. where he comes from is a particular part of Mexico. Uh, he There is this um, festival to do with the Virgin. And mm. it um, I think it's called Vir Virgen or Virgen, I don't know, De La Merced. So it's happening mm. every September. And, and as part of the procession, there are all these figures dressed in these dresses. Right. And, it has... and are the dresses... Sorry, just are the dresses, do they have a like a traditional or a historical base? I mean, clearly some are made from very modern, shiny, polyester, leopard print fabric. But do they have a sort of historical root? That I don't know. But I, they look like they come from crinoline dresses, don't they? Mm, they do. So... And as you say, it's kind of, it's like each element is both familiar but 
uncanny because, mm. like you say, they're like crinolines, but then and some of them have a bodice that's recognizable, but others start from kind of under the armpits yes. or the neck. Mm. So it's like bits of the body have been sw- sort of, you know, swallowed and by the dress. Yeah, exactly. There's also one. It's a sort of yellow one, and it's outside at night, and that almost yes. looks like it has a sack back. That yes, almost like... exactly. So that's something, I don't know, I haven't followed that up, but so during the procession, during this festival, yeah. the, there are figures like like that, and they're called pansudos mesedarios, and apparently pansudo means something like pot-bellied. Oh. And apparently the bigger the figure, the more sinful that person has been and by taking part in this procession you can you know alleviate your sins or what would the expression oh really Mm -hmm. so it's like you decide yourself how naughty you've been i think that's how and the Mm -hmm. bigger your belly in your dress yeah i i think and the mask is the mask so people don't know i suspect so i don't know that i don't know so yeah you apparently hear it says these figures herald the feast day of Our Lady of La Merced and accompany her, purifying themselves in the process. Wow. So, And I do like the way in the photographs, because the, most of them have, if not all of them, have people who are not wearing these costumes yes. as well, who mm-hmm. are just wearing kind of everyday dress and doing everyday things. Like I like the one where there's a lady who's just got a black dress and an apron on, watching television in a room with a huge crucifix and then sitting on she's sitting on the end of the bed on the side of the bed yeah is one of these costumed figures Mm. who's wearing the most kind of garish it's like a leopard print print, yeah yeah and it's it's like it's really fascinating because it's as though they can't see the figure Mm -hmm. there's one with a little girl where the where they're both in turquoise Mm -hmm. spotty dress with a birthday hat and a birthday cake yes and that's like you know those american girl dolls that little girls get that that look like them it's like this is her you know monster version Mm. american i i don't mean that in an insulting way but i just think it's funny that they are dressed very very similarly but mm. and there's one who seems to be in a holy communion you know, in a communion dress. Oh, yes. I'm just of... Oh, she... But her lady is holding her arm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. In that in that case, she acknowledges the presence of... of yes. Pansudo. Um, but most of them don't, do they? No. And so, I've, so I, I need to follow up whether, you know, trying to find earlier... You, because you can get... You can see videos of this festival actually happening. Oh, wow. But I haven't... There must be images from earlier periods yeah so he comes from again i pronounce probably pronounce mispronounce everything chiapas which is very southern tip of mexico right and so and but also there's sort of quite a lot quite a lot of background story as well so he sort of grew up apparently with this catholic imageries and he went to mass and and he he saw these this sort of festival but Mm. also it, it has also something to do with his aunt or, or great aunt who had a disfiguring skin disease and had to wear yes. really wide, big dresses as well. And she, oh, wow. And she was not tr- treated very well even by her own family, but he really liked 
his aunt. So, mm. so when she died, I think that's what what made him do this. Do this so it's work. kind of cathartic for him mm. as well. Yes. And mm. and it's interesting. This one I'm just looking at. It says that there are concealed tires, which must be huge oh, tires. Yes. Mm. So to make them like a farthingale mm. yeah. standing out. That's so true. it's like. They're, yeah, they're they're more farthingale than crinoline actually. I think they they are, aren't they? Because mm. they kind of, but it's sort of interesting that they look quite terrifying, but also quite funny. Yes, that's true. And then the way they're in such everyday environments, mm. and is it meant? To, it's almost from what you're saying. I think it's really interesting the idea that you're judging your sins and dressing up as them. Yes, in a way, because mm. mm. it's almost like they're that's like the other side of them is sitting in the room with them. Do you know what I mean? That it's like there's good them and bad them. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. There's also one, Did have you seen the one where there are these people, almost a bit like The Last Supper, there, there's how many, two, four, yes. seven people sitting around yes, the table the drinking coffee. Yeah, the third night coffee. table, it's called. Yeah, and, and they totally ignore that enormous. Yes enormous <laughs> presence. I know, it's huge, and mm. it's purple with yellow flowers. Yes. And and it's really interesting because the colours in the backgrounds are often really beautiful, yes. kind of faded colours, and then the, the real bright, bright colours of the figures. And it's interesting in that one that you're saying about, yes, it is like the, the Last Supper, the way that the front of the table is bare. Mm. So they're really staged around the ends and the far side of the of the table so we see each of them and each gesture and then the, the, the sort of costumed figures are always just sort of looming at the side mm. and, they, and they do seem in some of them I like the way in some of them they mirror the posture of the person yes that's true but, the one you you talked about earlier with the large crucifix they're both crossed yes I particularly like that. I like the lady in her frilly apron. Yeah. But it's really fascinating. And it's fascinating in that one how it's so stark, the room. It's just so bare. And yet it has this incredibly frilly, over-the-top crucifix where Jesus seems to be wearing some kind of pink frilly thing. Can you see what I mean? Yes, I'm not really yeah, sure yeah, quite yeah, what's happening. Yeah. And then it looks like there's a cuckoo clock and a mirror and then this bed, and it's so bare, and yet it's also so decorative. Yeah, you know, the colours like are. Has... I, I wonder how, how it was done, you know, how whether these ones were specially made for the photos or so. And are they just people's houses as they were? I think... You know, how much does he stage the whole thing? I think from one thing I've read, it's mainly his family... So oh, I see. people he knows and his his, I his family, but again, I don't I don't know. I mean, there there are quite a few that are outside, aren't there? But yes. But the inside ones, I think they aren't staged in terms of the furniture or everything. Like I think that's no. just, that's how how it is. And I suppose the the figures are not just ignoring these these sort of amazing costumed monsters. They're also ignoring the photographer and just getting on with what yeah. they're doing. Mm. there's no sense of them engaging with anyone particularly because even the the one where the 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 sort of costumed figure is being touched by the woman next to her the the communion dress one it looks almost like the woman's eyes are nearly shut 
That's true. Like she is looking towards the camera, but barely has her eyes open. That's true. And there is one, there's there's also one outside one where there is quite a threat and it's dark and it, and there's a, like a flashlight on on the menacing figure and yeah. it's sort of threatening a little child, but the little child doesn't seem to feel very threatened. Oh, yes, I know. Yeah. No, that, no, it's funny. The child is just like, whatever. Mm. It's just looking. I mean, I, I, it, it makes sense if it is. I wonder if it's also family members dressed up. Because no, the child is just looking at this really harrowing, scary mm. figure. Let's be real. And he's just like, oh, that's a funny thing. He's yeah. not screaming in terror. He just seems like vaguely, but not especially interested. Yeah. That there is this huge figure with a farthingale cotton dress in kind of granny floral print yes and a horror mask yes a horror mask that's the right word that's i was and, look, and but i like that. it because it's like the child is like you cannot do anything to me yeah exactly i guess if you grow up seeing the procession i guess it doesn't maybe isn't you know it's just a normal thing yeah and also who knows how long it took to get dressed that's up and true. stage this photograph so by that point he may have been completely over any emotional reaction he had that's true so there was it is good how calm they are yes no i i thought they were very very intriguing Mm, they really are but there i mean as i said there i hope you can go there lots of other works there's one i also like i just say very briefly about what this one Mm. other someone called Jose Bolivian from Bolivia mm-hmm. and these are very intricate um, prints you know very very so black and white prints uh, yeah very detailed and of of garments so what and it's it's about America part of it is about sort of a relationship to America so he's from from Bolivia did I say that and he yeah. um, one of the prints is two of the you know the um, bowler hat that are worn by by women in Bolivia and then on mm-hmm. top of that so that there are these two bowler hats on top of each other and then there on top of that is a, a Nike sort of cap and yeah and it, it's just very simple in a way and then there's another one which involves sort of boots and and, and shoes and and they're quite sort of small almost silent pieces but i i really like that about the exhibition and that yeah it made it made a big difference have, having all these very different kinds of art forms so but yeah. that sounds so good because mm. it's showing the richness and diversity within this phrase latinx yeah and the real differences within each country within each cultural group within a country I mean I, I like this idea of wearing a cap on top of your bowler hat that yeah. sounds very good and I love things where it's kind of like I think is it Margaret Maynard who in her book on globalization of fashion um I think it's her where she talks about how you know you shouldn't just immediately think because someone from a non-western country is wearing like Nike or you know one of these big American brands that that they, their culture has been swallowed up by that country because that's assuming that it's kind of making the other culture passive, but yeah. that it's expressing a kind of hybridity in the way that each culture adapts and kind of integrate, integrates and responds to outside cultures dress. 
And I think that's really interesting, that kind of the hybridity. And that's what, like, the examples that you've been talking about seem really rich and hybrid within their own culture. Like yes. the Mexican photographer, it's, like, really rich and multiple within a specific aspect of one town's culture. Do you know what mm. I mean? It's really fascinating and it's fascinating how significant dress is and how sensitive dress can be in expressing that multiplicity Mm. and I think also how it makes it using dress makes it very relatable and as you know yes as you absolutely immediate and yeah yeah I think it yes well I think we've just once again in our lives proved that fashion and dress are the most important things yes or rather so i should say that i i should also um say so that the exhibition was organized by white line projects oh they do lots of yeah good things. so fiona and senia i've worked with them on some one particularly one project they're really great very nice oh very really good. i didn't know you'd worked with them yeah and so yeah they it's it's them who put that together so oh fantastic mm. no I really really want to see it and I I've, I sent the information to all my students so I hope they'll all see it as well no it's it's great yes yeah and there's also apparently there are meant to be quite a few events so the first one is fantastic yeah the first one I think is this Wednesday um and they're all with Liz Tesco who is fabulous exactly. and who spoke at the court yesterday so yeah so that that's something to look forward to, and it's on until May, I think. So so you've got a bit of time. Oh God, that's so good! I definitely must go. It's always hard during term time, but I'll go in the holidays when my head is clear. Yeah, be good, be good to know which ones you you pick out when you. Yes, yes, we can discuss. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, great to speak to you. Yeah, great to speak to you, and uh, talk All to right. you next week. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.